Welcome back, creepies. Ashley Greathouse here from Encounters with Darkness. You know, we're not just a podcast. We're also a paranormal group who goes and looks at all the scary stuff dead in the eye. And then I talk crap about it later on the interwebs like I wasn't scared AF. Yeah, that group. Um, So go grab some coffee because tonight I'm going to tell you all about group hallucinations yeah that's a thing it's a thing and we're going to talk about it and what that actually means for paranormal investigators so yeah go get your coffee right now let's go group hallucinations would fall under the category of mass hysteria and that is such an intriguing concept to me It's classified as a phenomenon that transmits collective illusions of threats, whether real or imaginary, through a population and society as a result of rumors and fear, or so says Wikipedia, right? Because that's what the site classifies this as. But here's the thing. Here's the big kicker. There are so many brilliant minds who clash on this topic. There are individuals who believe this phenomenon defies conventional science altogether. They don't even want to discuss it. Then there's also some of those brilliant minds who think cases involving mass hysteria, such as collective hallucinations, may be a form of psychological or spiritual connection. So it's very intriguing to me to see science leaning more towards the supernatural. But the truth is, we still don't know a lot about the authenticity of many of the reported cases, at least not to my knowledge. I'm just a big dummy dummy, so who knows? But what we do know, what I believe we do know, is this phenomenon has claimed to have occurred on several different occasions throughout recorded time. That's something that gets me every single time. It does. If something is being reported across cultures, across time, and it's leaning towards the same thing, how can it be mass hysteria? How can we have this connection to each other to where we would hallucinate something that is identical to someone else who, it it boggles my mind. Again, see, I'm just a big dummy. But we do have reported cases. And as I mentioned, these go back quite a while, right? But to discuss any of those, we would definitely be stepping on some toes, and I don't want to do that. Not today. Okay, so we're going to focus on something that's a little bit more modern. And in my opinion, one of the most shocking cases was the Monkey Man of Delhi, which occurred in 2001. So let's dive into that. In May 2001, a mysterious creature began to be reported in New Delhi, India. Eyewitnesses claimed that this creature was roughly four feet tall with a thick coat of fur and it would appear at night, attacking people. As the days went on, so did the reports and the description of the creature began to become inconsistent. However, one fact remained. It was a very monkey-like creature. The reported sightings of this beast created such an anxious environment in the region, and people 
they began to panic over how they could best protect themselves, what to do next, and what was this beast. It wasn't long after the hysteria set in that people began to perish while attempting to flee what they believed to be the Monkey Man of Delhi. Now, as someone who is clinically diagnosed with a range of disorders, including schizophrenia, which is a more dominant disease that can lead to hallucinations, the idea of collectively experiencing the same phenomenon as someone else is intriguing, but it's also just like a little bit disheartening, and we'll get into that. See, one major reason I prefer investigating the paranormal with a large group containing a diverse mindset is I want to gather evidence from all angles and then compare. For me, having multiple people all see, hear, feel the same things was compelling findings that I would classify as possible proof, but to ponder on the possibility of collective hallucinations, well, that thickens the plot a bit, doesn't it? Think Bob Valerie is a psychologist? That's all I'm saying. So how would we know if we're experiencing the paranormal or if our minds have all somehow crossed wavelengths or whatever would cause a group of people to all experience the same vision, sensation, or event? Well, the phenomenon of mass hysteria, it continues to be reported and recorded. Again, as recent as 2019, when a group of students in Kenya all came down with a mysterious affliction mimicking the rhinovirus. After a thorough investigation was conducted from both medical and psychological professionals, only two of the 60 plus affected students tested positive for the disease leaving the rest of the students and staff baffled. Though yeah, that is less of a visual hallucination case, the people impacted were all left to stew on similar emotions after being diagnosed as someone who suffered from mass hysteria. These strange occurrences often leave people feeling confused, disoriented, and sometimes even traumatized by the event their own brain force them to experience. Trust me when I say this, I can relate. Regardless, if you're an investigator, then you know there are times when we walk away from something unexplainable while on an investigation and the group we're with are all feeling the same way. But that is so rare. How many times does that actually happen? Speaking personally with encounters with darkness in the group of investigators, generally in the moment, we are each picking up on something different, like a group working on a puzzle. I don't know, not to brag, but I think as a team, we would like crush an escape room. Maybe we should do that. Still though, knowing this phenomenon could occur, that all evidence experience could be a trick of linked minds, it remains a constant thought in the back of my head while conducting an investigation, as well as reviewing the findings. But this also furthers my point to always record while exploring the unknown. Feelings and insight, they are an amazing tool. 
but is it always a tool you can trust? For me, that is a no. That's a big no, right? But to know that just your normal, average, everyday people could be affected by something that I live with on the daily? Yeah, get your, get your cameras out. Record, okay? So what do you think? Could paranormal encounters simply be our minds playing tricks on us? Or is there something more sinister at play? Curious indeed. But subscribe to hear more chilling discussions and check out our YouTube to watch us as we try to encounter what really lies behind the veil of darkness. Until next week, stay creepy.